Thank you for listening to the Celebration Church podcast. For more information about Celebration Church, go to ccacron.org. There you will find information about our church, upcoming events, and how to make a contribution to the ministry of Celebration Church. We hope this message is an encouragement to you. This may all be new to you. (laughs) Or you still may be wondering, what's all happening? You know, it's not for us to always understand. But it's in moments like this. It's in moments like this are precious. Where the presence of the living God, the Holy Spirit, comes in. And just his very presence begins to minister life. You know, every one of us carry needs and carry, you know, things, just junk, life. And the only one that can minister to every need is him. And so sometimes he he just needs time with us. And so it was, you know, tonight, and he'll use times like this when the sweetness of his presence is here. And we have no agenda. I've got a whole message that I can, there's no way I only can preach it in 15 minutes. And let me tell you, I'm ready to preach. It's a new agenda. When the Holy Ghost starts moving, we as pastors, our job in shepherding is that it's not our church, it's his. And when his people come in weary, And when his people come in frustrated and expecting, you know, some people expected to come and just wanted like a zap to get them in. And that's not how it works. Real life Christianity is us yielding our will to his every day in every way. And so for some tonight was just a lesson on how to do that, how to get out of the natural and how to step in the supernatural. For others, You know, sometimes it's so easy to think of, wow, I've got Jesus, you know, he's been rocking my world, and he talks to me, and he's been showing me cool stuff, and I'm good. And he's still up there saying, come up higher. I want want to show you something new. Come, my beloved, come. And so for some, he's, he's drawing us deeper. But if we don't learn to linger, if we don't learn to spend time with him, we miss out. We miss out. So when other stuff's happening, you're like, well, they didn't pull me out. Well, I didn't get the word. We don't, we don't just sit there like. <laughs> it's a holy moment. And so we, we in, in our own place, we just begin to press in. We close our eyes. We get off the stage and go lay on the floor. We hide underneath the pew. We just get alone wherever we can with Jesus. And just put our affections on him. Well, I don't know what to do. Just close your eyes and envision him. The king seated at the throne. You know, when I, I, I think I ended up on the floor at some point. But I saw, the, I saw the him. I saw the him. And it's like in those glimpses. And, and I know everybody has them in worship. Some kind of glimpse. But we're like, oh, yeah, that's a thought. Yeah, yeah, the him of his garment. And he healed her. But it's in moments like that where we don't just let it pass by. And I literally could see the glory shining off of his person. And it was like I could touch it. It's like I was right there. 
And you just, and in those, you cannot make those things up. The sweetness of that presence and, and, and what he was doing in me. And so we just go with it. Well, I don't want to be one of those wacky Christians. I want to be a holy roller. I want to live the Bible. I don't want the world to understand me. I want the city of God to understand me. I want the people of God to know me. I want the people of God to get it. And I want to run with you. Run with you. Not out here so people can think we're doing great and all natural man status quo goes. But so that we're building a kingdom. And so that when we cross over on the other side, you and I, arm in arm, linked up, have crowns that we share, that we share through this body that we get to lay before him. That's what it's about. So we're just trying to teach you how to get there. We're going there, and we're taking you with us. It's not some hokey pokey thing. I, mean, I get it. Everybody, everybody that's not experienced the spirit thinks it's some hokey pokey thing and this boom. It's not like that. There's a sweetness in his presence. And there's a lingering that has to take place. Amen. Well, I have got a great message for you tonight. A gr- I know. Thanks, brother. Which I'm going to continue next week, if that's all right with Pastor. (laughs) But let's turn in our Bibles to John 15. And I'll just wet our whistles. How does that sound? Yeah, y'all bring somebody next week. On Wednesday, we just need, we need, oh, yeah. Tell them you're going to bring them to a Holy Ghost party. Don't ask if I have a church. Ask them that you want to come to a party with me. We got a live band. John 15, starting in verse 1, says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Amen. That's what we're doing tonight. We're learning how to abide in him. That's what Pastor was talking about on Sunday, about how to increase the anointing. How do we increase it? We don't seek the gifts. We seek him. How do I receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? How do I begin to receive my prayer language? I abide in Jesus. I get as close to Jesus as I can where I can smell his breath, where I can feel the warmth of his being. And it's in those places, that's how we increase the anointing. That's how we receive the Spirit. That's how we live our Christian life. You know, we don't say that, you know, our leadership doesn't drink because we're going to be holy. We say we're not going to do it because we don't want to see how far away from Christ we can get, but still kind of stay connected. I want to abide in Him. I want to learn to live a life that abandons the world and that receives Christ. I want to abide 
in Christ. So abiding in him means the original word is meno, M-E-N-O, and it means to stay, to stay in a given place, to stay in a state or relation or an expectancy. It means to continue. Abide in me. Continue on in me. Don't turn around. Don't wiggle your way out, but continue in me. Dwell. Endure. Be present with Christ. Remain. To abide in me means to continue in a daily personal relationship with Jesus. Daily personal relationship and ongoing communication. Spending time together characterized by trust. Trust in what? In him. Trust in his word. To, to, to um, Abiding in him in prayer. And obedience, you know, if I hear another Christian say, well, I know I shouldn't, but, you know, it's not really that bad, so, no! I'm abiding in obedience, I'm abiding in joy, in joy. To continue on in a daily personal relationship. So, you know, it's not... We don't have church once a week so we can get our, you know, punch our time stamp. We have church once a week that we get together with the fellowship of believers. We have church once a week that we can be shepherded, that we can receive from our pastor, that, that we can, that we can um, learn from him, that we can pour out and be used. We come together to church for many reasons. But if all we do is come to church once a week, or for this crowd, twice a week, and that's our limit, of our time with Jesus, then there is no ongoing relationship. There is no abiding. We're still coming and checking in. We're coming and checking in. We're coming and checking in. Because don't you know my life's important? Don't you know my job's important? Don't you know my kids are important? How many of you know you can worship your kids? You can worship your job. You can worship your status in the community. <coughs> but to continue on in Him, to abide in him, you and I have to learn what it's like to have a disciplined, oh yeah, there's the word, disciplined lifestyle with him. You know, you, I have a disciplined lifestyle with my husband, but it didn't come from somebody making me. But there's a discipline in the morning. There's a discipline in the afternoon. There's a discipline of, you know, when we're leaving. Hey, I'm making this stop. I'm not going to see you for a little while. Da -da -da. Hey, haven't heard from you. Haven't seen the office. Where are you at? You all right? There's a discipline in our relationship that keeps it going on. You follow me? As Christians, we have to have a discipline in our relationship with him that you and I go home and people actually know we're a Christian. And not because we say it with our mouth but because our life exudes it. Our life begins to exude it because we don't act the same, because we, they find us praying, because they find us in the Word, because they find us worshiping, because they find us enjoying creation. You know what I'm saying? Because they find us responding differently to situations. Why? Because we're learning what it is to continue on in Him when we walk out of those doors. Abide in me. You can ask whatever you want. Abide in me. Abide in me and you'll bear much fruit. People want to know why their finances are in shambles, why they don't have this, why their relationships are in disarray. Just because you come to church and speak Christianese 
doesn't make you abiding in him. If your marriage is falling apart, if your kids are acting out crazy, if your finances are in red and shambles, abide. Begin to align yourself with the word of God. Begin to align yourself with what it says. It's not just a bunch of good thoughts. I go to the nail place because <coughs> I have really dry skin and the humidity here is like zero. And so it dries it out even more. I know everybody's like, oh my gosh. Remember, I'm from NOLA. Humidity's like 100 plus. But I go there, and when I go there, that's my study time because nobody's around to talk to me. Thank you, Jesus. So I bring my Bible. I flip it open, and everybody's going like this. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. It's not about me getting to come up with a good lesson so somebody can think I'm a good preacher. It's about me learning how to abide in him that everywhere I go, it's, hey, what you speaking? Got books in the car, got books at the house, got books in the office, and everything's all, and it's all different stuff. Why? Because I'm seeking him. Because I want to know him a little bit more. Because I want to know what it's to continue on and dwell with him. And so if I'm not putting something of Jesus in me, what do you think I'm thinking about throughout the day? Are you thinking about your next project at work? Are you thinking about the next vacation? Are you thinking about the fight you had with your spouse that day? Are you, you get what I'm saying? You're going to think about something and you're going to abide in that problem. You're going to abide in that project. You're going to abide in that vacation. Or you're going to abide in the king of kings. There is planning that's got to take place. There is, you know, natural work that has to be done. But while I'm, you know, doing my grocery list, while I'm doing the laundry, while I'm picking up Zoe and trying to teach her stuff, while I'm doing all these things, taking care of work stuff, I'm chewing on something that I'm reading. I'm chewing on something that God's showing me. I'm putting something in me that can grow and manifest and take roots that I might be like him. Are we abiding in him? I'll close with this because, you know, it's just to wet your whistle for next week. And if you don't come, we know it's because the Holy Ghost totally convicted you. For those of y'all that are new here, I'm really just joking. I'm very loving. John 17, 20. It says, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me, and the glory which you, have, which you gave me I have given them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you've sent me and have loved them as you've loved me. It's the Father's will, it's his desire that you and I can abide in Christ, that we can learn to live a life so intertwined and connected with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, that his glory be displayed in our lives and people would see him by seeing us. You see, I don't want people to look at me and think, wow, she does good stuff. I want them to look at me and see 
Jesus. That it's not possible to live the life I live because I'm living so connected to him. I pray this week, Pastor Grace, you can come on up if you can even walk. She was in the back on the floor. I pray this week that you would meditate and mull, chew on this word, chew on John 15, chew on John 17. Get open your Bible for yourself. Some of you are going to have to dust off the pages. You love Jesus, you're great at church attendance, but we're going to dust off the pages of our Bible. It's not about a Bible study when people are coming over or you going to their house. It's about you and Jesus. You know, if you have like, well, you know, the Bible does, read John 15 in the message. It'll blow your mind. It's a great chapter in the message. And meditate on it. What does meditate mean? You know, we got a lot of cows in Ohio. You ever see the cows in the field? They go chew on that grass. When they chew on that grass, they begin to chomp it. And they're not like greedy eaters. They don't sit there and eat the whole fields in a day. They savor it. So you're going to take John 15, you're going to take John 17, and you're just going to start chewing on it. What does that mean? How does that apply to me? God, I think I'm living it. Am I living it? Is it possible for me to live it? Can you show me? What does that look like? And you see that cow chews and chews and chomps and chomps and puts on the other side of the mouth. And then after several hours of chewing and chomping on that, on that, on that uh, grass, he swallows it. That was good. I got a revelation. I got a revelation. I got a revelation on that word. <laughs> And then he spits and regurgitates, spits that, that grass back up and chews on it again. Because you see, just one touch isn't enough. It's just the beginning. So when we say meditate on it, you're going to think about that thing all day long. You're going to say hallelujah. You're going to call Sam at work and say, I've got it, Sam! And then you're going to go wash your hair. And you're going to be thinking about it again. And you're going to go, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now I get it. And the kids are going to come running because you're screaming in the shower. Because you spit it back up and took time to chew it again. That's how we learn to abide. That's practical Christianity minus the cat. Y'all are going to think of, look, it is. You heard, you heard pastor, that's the Greek. That's what it means. And that's literally what meditate means. You just now have a very theatrical way of remembering it. So why don't you stand on your feet? Thank you, Lord. <sighs> Supernatural week with John 15, John 17. And come next week expecting. Come expecting that he take you further. Come expecting. Come expecting.
Not looking for an experience, but expecting the person that you've spent all week, all week with, coming with a rose, the rose of sharing coming to you. Father, I thank you for this opportunity. God, what a night. <laughs> what a night we've had with you. Lord, I pray for every person here, for every person here to learn a discipline of abiding in you this week, of opening your word, of looking at John 15. And God, for those that would just be flippant about it, I pray you chase them down. That every time they turn a corner, they see a billboard. That when they're in line at the grocery store, someone's quoting John 15. That they see it on books. That they see it on journals. That they hear it in worship songs. That you chase us down and teach us, Dad, how to abide in you. Let's worship him. Thank you for joining the Celebration Podcast. For more information, visit ccacron.org or call us at 330-762-7458. You can also download the Celebration app from iTunes or the Android store. With my father, it's so hard.